0: Let's do it. Let's oh, dive right okay. in. That was it. That was the big intro. This is us rolling off of sound, do uh,
1: sound checks. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it most certainly oh, man, is. Man, I
1: think our sound checks would be golden.
0: Yes. Yeah, that would... That's the... Ooh, that's the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> sound checks. I think checks. I just
1: snorted. Um, I get access to the sound checks. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm not
0: sure it's
1: worth anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Why don't you sign up to support us on Patreon so you can listen to our sound checks? <laughs> Mic check. Sibilants. Sibilants. Oh wait, I'm giving shit away now. <laughs> For, free. For free. Don't do that. I know I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Um, so it is a gorgeous day outside today.
1: I haven't actually been outside yet.
0: Yeah, well, we're gonna have to fix that here pretty soon. Oh,
1: I know we have a dump run to do, so I know I'm helping. Let's talk about our
0: dump run.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've been, um, remodeling a bathroom and yeah, you know, little projects here and there throughout the house, which
0: turned out. So Amazing. far, fantastically. We have no, a few um, things to button up on it, but yeah,
1: but I yeah. absolutely love it. So. Gorgeous. Yeah,
0: yeah, and of course now I just wish I would have done it a lot sooner. sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I know, what but I've been put up dreading with it this long. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, it turned out really good, and it
0: did, and it wasn't difficult at all. Yeah. I mean, I had a few frustrations, but if I would have just done it the right way in the first place, rather than trying to make something work, it would have gone, you know, fantastic well, plumbing nature. shit. It's yeah. just plumbing shit. Well, plumbing so, plumbing and shit. Yeah, it, not that kind. They kind of go together. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, no, we're glad we did it. Turned out awesome. Yeah. Um, used some of that stimulus money for it and uh improved our our house. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to serve us very, very well.
1: I'm kind of hoping that before too long, we'll be able to have people back in our home again. Yeah. And And that uh, bathroom
0: was was fucking embarrassing. Um, It was so old. It was. It was like
1: 1974 when the house was built. I don't think anything had really been changed. Well, one
0: thing had been, which actually, which may have helped short term, but by the time we got to it was so much worse Somebody had laid those linoleum stick on squares down, but they hadn't done a very good job. So they were all separating, and then the seams in between were getting filled with dirt, but there was gluey material in there. Yeah, so it was, it was like glued gross. down. No dirt. matter
1: how many times yeah. you clean the floor, it was never really clean. So, right. Yeah. Now
0: and it, it looks magazine esque. I know. <laughs> it I does. Know. It, it turned out really, really good. One. Yes, I know ours. Ours is now. Ours is a little bit more of a project. We cannot <laughs> yeah. do ours without ripping that whole fucking shower out. Yeah, it's bad. So yeah, yeah. So which we didn't have to do with the upstairs bathroom. No, so.
1: but now it, it feels good that you know, if we had someone over, we have a you know the bathroom yeah. and we have couches. I'm not embarrassed of like yep. gross to sit on. That's right. That's kind right. Of thing, so so but, yeah,
0: I think it was a good usage of that stimulus money. We stimulated yeah. the economy. Yeah. You know, which was kind of the intent of it, and so yeah. kept the kept the cycles flowing. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, now we have to do all the cleanup for that and make the make the dump run. And yep,
1: so the spring dump
0: run. Now the really good. Now this is, it, it, you know, I don't know how these two things go together, but they really do. You just have to separate them, you know, from the sentence a little bit. But you know, the Krispy Kreme is. On the way to the dump run. <laughs> and, and it's the only Krispy oh, Kreme in all of the Spokane County area. Yeah, so, they, uh, they
1: put it in the Spokane Valley on the way to the dump. <laughs> Maybe it was strategic. Well, it's
0: not really on the I mean, Technically, it it's us. on the way to the dump, but that's not. It's not like, hey, Next to the dump. This is on the way to the dump. Look for a Krispy <laughs> Kreme here. Yeah. That would be something. Um, but you get a free donut because you're vaccinated.
1: Yep. So you show your card. Vac- you and Zid card. are getting vaccinated this coming week. We are. So that just opened up for both of you. Yeah, I'm super excited. Really, that means um, all of us will have you know, be vaccinated yeah. except yeah. for Asher. So that's just, um, I don't know, as each person, because uh, Kaylee got vaccinated, as each person gets vaccinated, I just feel this. Just
0: feels f- better.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's just one more tool in our pockets for, in, you know, getting through this pandemic, so.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, uh, yeah, we just got a text that we didn't think, like we got a, a message earlier on, like through the news, you know, a yeah. message saying that uh governor Inslee was going to open everything up for you know Everybody. anybody to get vaccinated on the april 15th
1: which but i imagine sydney would be and i crazy trying to schedule both
0: got a text on friday saying you can schedule you, now you're now. eligible now go get schedule. and so we did and both of us were able to schedule it uh, two different locations is where we got into, and mine is it doesn't it didn't say specifically, but I know it's either the Moderna or the Pfizer because I had to set two appointments. Right. Um, Sydney, um, she was able to get scheduled for the Johnson and Johnson just one shot, mm. and uh, so anyway, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, for her I haven't known
1: anybody who's had the Johnson and Johnson yet, so. I but you and Kaylee both had the Moderna. two shot.
0: Yeah. Oh, did she have Moderna too? Yeah. Okay, and then uh, and the second shot was a doozy for a doozy both of you. Doozy for both of yeah, us. Knocked yeah, knocked you guys Oof. on your asses. Yep. So, so we'll see if the, if Sydney has that same kind of response. Yeah, that's to what
1: it. I don't know is how she'll feel after just one yeah. dose. Um, um, oh,
0: so. And for me. Be, well, I mean, the I first one's the first uh, one won't be that bad. So I'm sensing that I may have some babysitting duties coming up <laughs> 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 if Sydney's knocked out. Well, yeah, her, but again, I her yeah, because if, you know, if her one shot, you know, kind of knocks her on her ass, then then that'll happen. Right awake, yeah, Yeah. but you should be okay this week. But I'll be okay, and then I'll be more. We'll just prepare for you. Which you you know, I won't need a babysitter. So well, Uh,
1: yeah, you do because when you get sick, you need a babysitter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just whine a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I whined a lot after my second one. (laughs) I was like, I'm dying, and this only lasted a day. Yeah, um, I didn't really feel like I was dying. I was just becoming very grateful that I yeah. didn't actually get COVID. Because I think Kaylee
0: even got sicker than you did, which is kind of weird. So because yeah, she, she had the was, high temps like me, too. Yeah, well, but she was talking about she was throwing up and everything. So. Yeah, I
1: think she ended up getting dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. So, um it was just a little different experience for her, yep. but yeah.
0: But it's exciting that uh, this is becoming, you know, much more broadly available to people, and because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that needs to happen for herd immunity to happen. And so, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just excited to be. Um, I'm meeting counted more and am- more
1: people that have it, so yeah. which makes yeah. it. Like all my coworkers, we're we're all fully vaccinated, so there's a different sense in our office yeah. about being around each other. We've. um we just don't feel the need to, you know, to be so uh, vastly estranged from right. each other during the day. So although we're masked all day, but it's still it's just. This, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't feel like your co-worker is your COVID enemy, you know, right. like right. we kind of felt before. So
0: so. You know, I I don't view this as the opportunity to get back to normal per se, mm-hmm. but I do see this as an opportunity to begin moving forward again. Yeah. You know, there, and there's been some of that that's been happening, but it's been still very stunted by you know spikes and COVID cases and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the more people that get vaccinated, the more we, you know, we move out of the you know significant risk zones. You yeah. Know, um. To I think I think there will always be. From, from here on out, COVID risks for some people, similarly to, but I think it'll go more into the, uh, this is totally my opinion here, but more into the realm of like, uh, how the flu affects some, it, it's scary for some people, COVID will be scary for some people, not as much right. for others because of, you know. Well, we still have an unknown path to,
1: as to, you know, how long this vaccine um, lasts. lasts and, Right. You know, I, th- I think there's still different strains of COVID. Yeah, I don't sort of think thing. we'll ever be the same in terms of caution, being around other humans. Yeah, and that's tonight. why I,
0: I say, you know, not necessarily looking at getting back to normal, but uh, but forward again because yeah. there, there'll be a new forward, and which I think will be great. I think there's some, you know, uh, I, I don't know, call it silver linings or whatever, but I I think there's been some some good things that have mm-hmm. come of this, and so anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's that's what's happening in our neck of the woods, as Al Roker would say. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, couldn't, I couldn't think of a better transition, Good so I just job. went for a. Shutdown. I couldn't think <laughs>
1: of something to say back, so I just laughed. Uh,
0: speaking of wonderful spring weather and it feeling nice and warm and all that kind of stuff, we have a nice spring. Espresso martini we're drinking for this episode, so we pulled that old favorite out again. Yeah,
1: and (laughs) the trick with these is getting them down the staircase from the (laughs) kitchen (laughs) to here. We've got to figure that out. Because I
0: insist on... Putting them in a martini glass. I know.
1: We just need better (laughs) martini glasses where it's just not, you know, going to be all the way down the staircase
0: before it gets here. Well, I don't know that that's a, I mean, I don't know you can do a better martini. That that is the martini glass shape. I
1: guess. You know,
0: I mean, you could do like a margarita glass, which Uh. is more of a bowl shape and it would probably be a little easier, but then it's not a martini glass. (laughs) So, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm a little too particular. You ever. You ever had that thought go across your mind that About maybe you? I'm a little too particular?
1: I call them issues.
0: <laughs> you have issues. What was it you said to me the other <laughs> morning? Yesterday morning, you said, "You said you have your issues, and <laughs> I have my little issues." <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I think like- I actually said,
1: "I have my little issues." And you have your issues.
0: <laughs> I mean, that was the way it was. Either way, there was a, a um there was a connotation there, shall we say? <laughs> that that's I right. might have larger issues than you do. So yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, now I know that you think it is. So
1: <laughs> Anyway.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I i did not mean to touch a, a source object. No, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> well, hey, cheers to spring and to us cheers and to, to espresso, espresso martini's.
1: martinis. Yeah. So I was thinking before we got on today. Damn, that's tasty. I know, right? That. Um, you know, I, my creativity with, you know, trying a new drink or whatever is just on the low side because I just don't really know. Yeah. So I was like, does anybody want to DM us a drink? Yeah. Like, just let us know. Uh, I'd love to try something new. Um, and because uh, I don't necessarily, you know, want to stop having a drink with you when... We chat. Yeah, so yeah. um I'd love to try something different. Oh, that was
0: an actual request for yeah, people. DM yeah. us a drink and we'll we'll try it on the air, yeah, live. Give us and we speak. won't try it before.
1: No, we'll just do it. We'll try day. it
0: on live record, not live, but we'll... On the recording. Yeah, on the recording. And we'll give an
1: honest assessment yeah, of whether we yeah. like it or not.
0: So then you get our, our real reaction to it. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's wonderful um now that is not a guarantee that we will try your drink if you send us
1: one <laughs> yeah i might have to edit it or, uh preview it i don't know, I don't yeah.
0: know right no no we won't preview but no. i do have the right just to say no that so.
1: sounds gross we're <laughs> yeah, not that doing sounds
0: that vile to me <laughs> yeah if anybody wants to suggest a uh what was it a uh Corona old fashioned again, you know, we'll be like, yeah, no, thank you. We're not going to put beer in with our old fashioned, (laughs) especially not Corona beer. That was just a huge mistake that one time. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so you wouldn't know it from our, you know, light and playful banter, but, uh, but this is, uh, this is Holy Weekend. Mm-hmm. So this is, we're actually recording on Holy Saturday and tomorrow is Easter. Yesterday was Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how the calendar works, by the way. <laughs> I just got to lay it out the days there for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just,
1: you're on a roll today. No, I just
0: realized <laughs> what I was doing as I was like mansplaining how <laughs> Easter weekend works in case you're unfamiliar. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh this is a uh for me in particular, and you know, you can uh obviously you're gonna share, you know, your own feelings on it too, but this is a particularly weird time of year mm-hmm. for me for the past, you know, probably three or four years, you know? Yeah. I think uh, I maybe even it, a little bit longer than that. I was I don't gonna know. say,
1: I think it might go back further than that, just um you know, since we left uh, Idaho and came here, things yeah. occupationally have really changed for you. So, um, yeah, I think there's parts of it that are uh, un uh, unemotional about it. Like, I, it's neither here nor there. I don't want to say that I don't have emotion about it, but it's not extreme, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. But there's other parts of this weekend that feel a bit triggering, and um, and I think that was something that we wanted to kind of talk about is maybe what it was, um, and you know how we approach it now, um, or how we're evolving into approaching this uh, particular holiday.
0: Yeah, maybe evolving would probably be the the better way to put it because I don't I, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's been a little yeah, different every I think,
1: year. Yeah, I think every year we've allowed it to be something different, which is I think is important. Um, and yet, you know, we've got Asher in the picture this year. Well, we did last year, too, but he was quite small. Um, but there's parts of this Easter holiday that I think he's going to, you know, the traditions start that that he will count on and expect you know that
0: kind of thing yeah so so we're
1: all kind of thinking in terms of what does that look like for us going forward yeah So yeah
0: you know i easter when i was pastoring um in various contexts um it was always like the like a, a like a time that i really looked forward to um, and I looked forward to it for a number of reasons. I looked forward to it from a religious perspective of the significance of it and, you know, Christ from the grave and and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, at that point in time, and, I, and I'm speaking from the perspective now of, you know, when I'm kind of sharing, you know, my feelings on that of what I believed then. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, the... The death of Christ as the as the payment for all of our sins and and all of that and it was the you know that that period of tense waiting and then you know Sunday morning you know Mm -hmm. we celebrate the you know the resurrection and the stories that go with that and all that so there was there was that aspect of it that I really looked forward to and then the other aspect that I really looked forward to um, um, was the. Uh, creative aspect of it. Cause it was an incredibly creative weekend for me, mm-hmm. um, for pretty much the entirety of my pastoring years. Um, it was this time for me to try to create these, uh, experiences for people to engage with this message. And so, um so it was you know good friday services and pulling music together that told a story um you know it was you know preparing talks or pulling other people in and you know to prepare talks and then interlacing music throughout those it was sometimes the you know a reorientation of the entire space and so it was uh you know creating an atmosphere of that, you know, where everybody comes into the room and it's and it's a and it's different from the normal setup. And so then there's already a sense of anticipation that something different is happening here tonight. And and it was, you know, changing of lights and adding of candles and you know I mean, just all these different mm-hmm. things. It was very creative for me. Um and so, you know, one, when I left the church, I lost not, not just that weekend but in in you know a lot of other uh places a, a lot of other time frames as well um I really feel that sense of loss of that creative outlet that creative mm-hmm. space for myself yeah I haven't I haven't found that in any other kind of capacity um and I think the the second part of it is is that my um, my thinking has been under such a heavy transformation that um, I don't, I don't view this weekend the same way that I used to. Yeah. And in, and there are aspects of it that I do, and maybe we'll talk about that today. I don't know if we'll get. We, we don't yeah. have a we don't have a schedule for. We don't have an outline right. for this, right? Um. But uh, but I know that I certainly don't view other things. I mean the whole. You know, Christ taking the punishment that we deserved and, you know, dying a horrific death on the cross to save us all from our sin, all that kind of stuff. I just simply don't buy that the mm-hmm. same way that I used to. Yeah. I think it, I, I I hear a different story now when I think of that. Um and so there's there's just a lot of it within that capacity that's um that's just yeah I, this weekend is is weird for me. So I have a
1: question for you. Okay. When, you know, because I got to watch you in that creative space and just seeing how much it
0: uh, well, you heavily participated. It, well, with yeah, me. but yeah. I mean, it,
1: it, I couldn't have created what you created. It was something that was coming from you, and, um, and you know, you you had to roll with the punches too because you move pews in a church. It doesn't always go over well with everyone. So there's there's constant you know, navigating people in the process of your creativity, but, but I am, um, I am curious, um, what, why was that so important to you? Um, the word that keeps coming to mind for me when you talk about this and when I have, you know, been there with you through it is sacred. Like this was a, a sacred thing or a gift you were giving or something. And why was it so important to you? Um,
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think for, um, I I think there were two components to it. And one, I didn't realize then that I do now. Um, But first of all, I would say that it was such a meaningful time for me spiritually that I wanted to create an experience where people could, um, would kind of almost not, not shocked in the sense of electrocuted, you know, but kind of like. The norm would be disrupted their for them. Senses awakened. Yeah, for them to engage with that message in a in an experiential kind of way, mm-hmm. they weren't just showing up and listening to some stuff and then going home, but they 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 would come in and they would actually participate in what was happening, and so they would they would experience it with their senses, mm-hmm. which I was hoping would heighten the message, um, the validity of the message.
1: So I'm going to ask you a really hard question. Okay. It may be too much. Oh, okay. Um probably not. <laughs> uh there's a lot around the particular Easter message that you just described that is um can be very shame driven. You know, recognizing how terrible a person you are and how much Christ sacrificed and how much freedom you have because of sure. that and taking, really personally taking on the weight of what it was that he did. Um, so when you say that this was a message that resonated for you, um, did you feel the, na- the need every year to walk through that shame That's cycle? A good question. Because um, you were creating spaces that evoked the opportunity for reflection. And... Yeah. I'm not trying to put something on you, no, I'm no, just no, no, no. really curious no, no.
0: um i I appreciate the question i don't, it, and I don't think it's too hard um it I think in the earlier years, so McCall Baptist years mm-hmm. yeah, there was that for me um I think that was beginning to shift by the time we moved to California mm-hmm. Um, and and pastored at FBC there um, And I think there was there was a shift that was beginning that was starting to take on a, a new light mm-hmm. for us.
1: Well Mike was uh, creating the spaces um, that year for um the, like the Easter services and stuff and as the worship leader there. Yeah and uh, and he he was drawing from his, own self and his own spirituality and his own celebration of that season. And I think it did give a little bit of a different move forward. One, it was still in the creative senses, but but, um, he's a very celebratory person. So I think he really brought that to the table too. And that gave—I don't know—visual or watching from the outside, almost like it gave you permission to move to that. Side I learned of... a
0: lot from him in that. Yeah, no doubt, I learned a ton from him in that. That I think is that I still value today. Um, but I would say by the time I got to, um, or we got to, Donley Bible Church, I would say at that point it was not about shame, and mm-hmm. and and that it was about, um. It was about anticipation. There was a, um, there was a, a a heaviness of of contextually what transpired on that "quote unquote" Good Friday, um, whatever the time mm-hmm. frame might have been, and that contextualization, I think, shifted more from. You know, earlier in, in, in my days, it was, you know, Jesus having to die to take on the weight of our sins, you know, the punishment we deserved. Later it became, the heaviness became uh, God incarnate am, amongst humanity and humanity's rejection. Um, and, it, and so the putting to death of the Christ um, was humanity's rejection. And that was something that I think is is present in mm-hmm. that uh, because the rejection of the Christ, sure was about the the rejection of his divinity, you know, um, which there's whole conversations that can happen there. But that was almost just a reason. The real rejection that happened was the rejection of his message and who he was, which was um, Mm. the the, um, message of justice, Mm -hmm. a message of um, that was hope to the least of these. You know, Mm -hmm. those who had been downtrodden, cast out, rejected from society and his message was for them. Um, and it, it was a rejection of that. It was a rejection of justice. It was a it was a rejection of true humanity. Mm. Um, and I think there is a like i I think that Good Friday there is a um, there is a point where we can reflect on that, where we where we can think about you know that you know what do we. Um, what do we engage in that is justice driven and that is, you know, for, um, for, that is love driven, you know, that is for the good of all? And what systems do we engage in that are damning, that, mm-hmm. that are, uh, I was gonna say crucifixory. <laughs> uh, they're crucifying in nature, you know. Mm. Um, well, I guess i i i I think that's the first time I put that into words.
1: Hmm.
0: But I think that I think there's something that that rings true in that for me.
1: Hmm.
0: What do you think? I mean, you're asking me a lot of questions, but I I wasn't alone. You know? No, I
1: I know and. You know, I remember one particular um, service at Donley um, where the atmosphere was just, the Good Friday atmosphere was one of, you know, personal reflection and um, understanding the weight of how I think I, I saw it like you did that humanity could be so cruel to put to death somebody who stood for the equality and justice of all the people and somehow <laughs> the religious of the day decided that that wasn't going to work and somebody deserved to die over it. Um I don't think that's a narrative it's too different than right now. Um so yeah, yeah. So I think the the reflection and contemplation of that particular um a Good Friday. I remember we had um, you had orchestrated a, a set of music that would move from Good Friday into um, Sunday morning. And it was a series of songs that were um, meant to be of reflection and to um, allow for that personal space of uh, a sacred space when they walked into that room. it was a sacred experience. Right. there was right. a table. Um, we weren't standing on the stage. We were all sitting right, you know, on the steps. So nobody was like, it was like this circle of people rather than, you know, a performance happening there. Up was there was no head. There was Mm-mm. no stage no.
0: to focus. There was no elevation of anyone. There was no, right. know, were, we, and we were didn't all have, in a room together. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we, you had set it up in a circle so that there was no, no head with us, with this table down the center for people to participate in communion or reflection and, um, and I think that that set of music, um, we, I think we, <laughs> we had, um, you had orchestrated it. It might have been some Gungor songs because I do remember that on Sunday when everybody walked in on Sunday morning, we chose to emphasize on life. Yeah, and there was yeah. one particular Gungor song that Gungor song that we had done. That morning, honestly, can't remember the name of it. I just, it's like imprinted on my head and I'm not going to sing it. But, <laughs> um, but it was this, um, you know, it all gets better from here. Yeah. It's, it's, there is life and it is new. And I think we probably sang beautiful things in there somewhere. And, um, and it was, it was this true celebration of living in the kingdom now. And I think with that, um, connection with Brian and his message of kingdom life now, not waiting for heaven to come kind of, you know, right. theology, it allowed for us to celebrate right where we were in the moment that we were in. Um, and, uh, and I remember that being very uh, experiential but very powerful. Um, I think that was probably our last Easter there when we did that service. Um, wow. our last Easter service. Yeah. And so then the next year we're going to somebody else's church here in Spokane and experiencing theirs. And it was like, everybody piled into Ferris high school gym and there's this big, like it's great music, but some of it was just not even about like the music wasn't even about God. It was just like I think a it was, popular uh, song and
0: <laughs> sing happy was the song. Maybe that's sing. what it was. And I was like, I mean, I I mean, I I guess I kind of get it. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it, it was it just
1: felt like I had walked into a theater to watch a show and such a I think it was a little bit like shocking for me to have right. gone from some kind of real community experience together.
0: Yeah. Well I you know I'm just remembering too about that. I remember being kind of shocked that the pastor who we knew at that time and we had loved his preaching and, and mm-hmm. that's but he preached this message and we both just looked at each other we're like this is someone else's message like we recognized like, it we have a we've video heard this before. of this other person giving this message yes. you know? we're like that's Whoa? weird yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah it just it, I at that moment I just went I think something in me started to started to shut down a yeah, bit yeah and on this sacredness that we had been experiencing around Easter right um for whatever it was theologically we believed at the time or whatever it it was a value to us then and then we come into this space where it's production and performance and i don't know what to do with it yeah um so i think i had to start figuring out or not <laughs> I wouldn't say that I went on a specific journey to figure out Easter, but I think I had to take some start to take some steps back and go, Yeah, there's something else that I am personally needing and looking for that I'm not finding right now. And so to just do the motions and just do the tradition was, um, it actually felt sacrilegious to me or unsacred. Like I hadn't... I had, um, violated what sacred we had had before. Yeah. And so, um, that, I think that's where Easter started to become neither here nor there for me.
0: Right. Right. Um, yeah. And at, at one point we made the decision that we were gonna not attend an Easter service. And I think the, um, the following year we went four wheeling in our Jeep on Easter morning.
1: No, we had one in there before that. Um, there we, was... You, you and I had gone through a tremendously difficult year. We had just about fallen apart, the two of us together. Yeah. And um, that following Easter, we did go to church um not on Easter Sunday because we ended up in Walla Walla that Sunday with my brother oh, remember that that's right and that's my brother right. was going through a really difficult time in life and so we decided to go out there and be with him yeah for a holiday that for him as a pa- as a previous pastor he's a chaplain and other things now but um that it was also a very triggering day for him when his yeah. life was no, changing right. too you're so right. so we we took, the good that we knew, the resurrection, the, the life-giving that was coming out of Easter, we took that on that Easter uh, by going to the service. But we, um, I think it might have even been a Good Friday service. I'm not entirely sure. And then we went to Walla Walla, and that Easter was spent with my brother in a whole different capacity. Um, I look back now and I go, that was one where we put words to the belief like if we believe in life then we come here and we do life yeah, and we do that right. hard right. life you know with him in his hard space right and I think we had just come out of really hard place and so we were I think just that began the hey this looks different this holiday is starting to look different and then it was the next year that we decided to take the jeep out and And off-road, um, we had, um, you know, our daughter's boyfriend had gone to one of the services with us previously on an Easter, and it wasn't a good experience for him.
0: Um, It was overwhelming to him.
1: Yeah. Um, as a, I think it had to do, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but being a person of color in that particular congregation and setting, it was, there was some triggers for him, um, and yeah,
0: the, the biggest trigger being that he was looking around and there was no one like him there, yeah. and he didn't. He just felt just
1: didn't know what to do I with am With it. Yeah. a lot of
0: white people right now, right. <laughs> you know?
1: And um, so we decided that that we all wanted to be together, and um, didn't want a church service to create that for anyone. Right. You know, any of us. Right. So we went four wheeling at the off road park had a blast
0: yeah it, <laughs> i mean it was, it was great it was good. and we've we've done that a couple years now yeah and this year i started talking to you about how i i want to do something a little different and you know and there was something that i you know wanted to kind of revisit and still not going anywhere mm-hmm. um but just in our home yeah um but uh
1: I have well, such a hard time, Case. I'm, I'm probably jumping around here.
0: That's okay. Um, I mean, we're,
1: <laughs> but we're allowed. Like right now on on social media, friends' accounts, you know, it's all about these services are being held at yeah, my church. Yeah. And those of our friends who are a clergy or working for churches and stuff, it's, it's hard for me to watch all of the listing of all the services that are available and... And, and I think how many people are being encouraged to show up to a building. Let's take pandemic out of it. Just totally take right. that out of it. But um, are, are asked to show up to a building one time this year um, in such a large way. It's like one of the biggest marketing days or seasons of the whole year for the church, for the organized church.
0: Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the joke when you know, I was working for churches was that Easter is the church's Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's the, it's the biggest day of the year. It's what we all, you know. Right. Yeah.
1: But, and I, I guess I have a hard time with that when I, when I have experienced something incredibly sacred around it that it gets so commercialized and so, um, disconnected, um, from ourselves, um, I just and and the better the worship service, the harder a time I have with it. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like the more it, produced it is. Yeah, yeah. and um, I, I just the, the commercializing of it, the the pulling from other members of the community that you should be here. It's just like guys, guys this is almost almost that same feeling of the story when Jesus walked in the, the, into the. Um,
0: the temple, temple and overturned and the, the tables, tables and, and said yeah. you
1: know the money needs to be gone like what what are we what are we actually doing so then i go back and i go what what was the meaning of what he did um in that time in terms of what we're choosing to celebrate quote unquote um on easter so i
0: you know we we start having these conversations and i I, I find myself kind of slipping into some old language and some old narratives and, and yeah. things like that. And, and then I catch myself and all of a sudden I'm like, I struggle for words because I don't know how to speak about it anymore. I yeah. don't know how to, you know, all that kind of stuff because there is a, a fundamental shift in me and how I view this celebrated holiday, Right. You right. Know? um, in that that fundamental shift is that, uh, I do not view what Jesus did at the cross as a sacrifice anymore. Um, I view it as something different. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, but I still view it as having happened and of immense significance. Yeah. Um, But, you know, just to talk kind of plainly about how I do see it, um, I I see it as Jesus putting an end to an old way of looking at relating to God. Mm. Um, That, you know, from the time of that Genesis, the Genesis story was introduced, you know, and you know Moses is 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 thought to have written the book of Genesis, but I'm sure the story predates him by a lot. You know, and um, and you know through the history of of the Jewish people, um, I imagine that there are a lot of other stories that are similar that are you know quote unquote pagan stories. You mm-hmm. know, and there's a there's a lot of um thought in you know the uh, academic world now that much of 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 what we have as the bible was actually you know borrowed or just outright taken from uh, other pagan stories and mm-hmm. histories and and that sort of thing and i i for one don't have any reason to uh to uh, worry about that or anything else. It's you know there's there's other things that are going on in in all of it. I guess is what I'm saying. And um, but it was this idea that was certainly a part of human history, not just you know Jewish history, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a part of human history that the gods must be appeased, mm-hmm. um, and and then the Jews, uh, the Jewish people said well god you know singular as opposed to the you know the pagan Multiple. views yeah. of it of god's plural uh must be appeased and so if there is wrongdoing then we must appease the god or the gods and the way to do that was through sacrifice and there were lots of different ways to sacrifice there was sacrifices of you know of your of your uh, farming <laughs> collections province, you know yeah. yeah there was sacrifices of your uh ranching co- <laughs> collections so it's your okay. sheep or your or your you know cows or birds or whatever else um for more pagan rituals there was uh human sacrificing you know so they would uh, including the sacrificing of their own children and, and they, mm-hmm. so it 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 kind of went the whole spectrum. But the idea was, is that um, for, you know, for certain wrongdoing, it was okay to give, you know, produce and grain and and that sort of thing. But for heavier duty errors, you know, then blood was required um, clear up to, again, your own children, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, I see that um, you know this you know what what happened at Easter as Jesus saying, this was the way that you have been used to engaging with God. And and you have believed up to this point that this is how you can appease God. But I'm going to show you something different now. And and it's and it's time to put an end to this, and I'll put an end to this with myself. And so um, we see this history, and again, it's only what we're given. It's mm-hmm. not saying that this that this is actually the way it went down or not, yeah. but the story that we're given is that Jesus knew he was headed to a cross specifically. He 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 had this understanding that this is part of the role that he would play um and this would be in that perspective the final sacrifice for all of the wrongdoing of humanity and no more sacrifices would be re- would be required from this point on and the church today interprets that as that he that he was the final appeasement of god's wrath yeah and i look at it as god was actually never that angry <laughs> but it, we just got to this point where jesus was like enough's enough this needs to be done with and i'm going to put an end to this once and for all let this be the stake in the ground that we never have to return here again and if this is what it takes for you to get over this and start engaging with god in a in the way that god desires to be engaged with then then this is what has to happen, and I'm the one to do it.
1: Well, it reminds me that um, Abrahamic covenant back um, earlier in history or in the story that we understood to be recorded, Mm -hmm. that, um, hey, you speak in the language of these sacrifices and, like you said, these uh, pagan rituals, so let let me have this conversation with you in a language that you understand. And this ritual's done, and uh, in the story, God chooses Jesus... splitting of the ox right. and the
0: birds, and and the trough being cut and flowing with blood, and and God walking through it to be you know, yeah. with a signifying kind of and, way it was a very bloody, bloody pagan, pagan ritual that Abraham would have understood, yeah,
1: and would have understood uh, uh, the deeper conversation that God yes. was trying to have with him yeah. uh, through yeah. that. And so, um, you know, I get, I I really get what you're saying there. I don't think I've ever heard you actually articulate that. Um, One of the things that I come back to, this is, you know, after, you know, sitting under Brian for quite some time and a few other um, probably spiritual teachers at the time. But um, one of the things that keeps resonating for me is that let's, let's put this in the a container that Jesus was the son of God, <laughs> that you know all all of that part is is truth. Um he kept saying, um the kingdom is here now, my father's kingdom is here. Yeah. Um tried try had constantly had this language of not <clears throat> heaven not being this far away experience, but it was here now that this was something you right. could participate in and that it was available to everyone, which is the justice and equality message that um, really rose to the surface for him. And it, it struck me one year um, that if this is the conversation he's having and he's saying he, he's doing these miracles and he's healing people and he's asking people to walk on water and, you know, pulling people out of the um, human life that they understood it to be at the time and saying maybe there was something different. And he dies and he spends three days dead and then comes back to life. And he has this, um, it's recorded that he has this Body that almost seemed to the way it was described almost seemed to come in and out of existence like, um almost He's like, in
0: a room. He's not in the room, room. and he still his has hand... wounds, but they're not like oozing bloody. They're just there. Yeah, or yeah.
1: People could put their hand through him. You know, like this yeah. very yeah. supernatural kind of um, thing that that we, I think, I I grew up in the church, kind of having a certain picture in my head and. This one particular year around Easter, it sort of struck me that why didn't he just rise again and then float into the sky? Like, what what, what is the actual importance of this versus the crucifixion versus, you know, Good Friday? And things did change after that for the church. Um, like you were saying, something was done once and for all. And that part, at least, was understood kind of globally at that point. Um, And through the different uh, religions, it was spreading that there was something different. And I kind of come back to this wondering that what if his days in this resurrected body was him just saying, Guys, this this is who you are. This... um, transcendent way of living this uh all that he brought he he had said before all the justice all all of um the kingdom now um that that was the good news um that that moving forward um it was transcendent of time and space of finality of this uh structure that we understand this box that we put Parameters on. Well, you can't make someone unblind. That's not possible. Um, That must be God. And it's almost as if He was saying, "Guys, this is available to you too. You can live differently. This this supernatural existence amongst each other is available to you too. You have limited yourself in understanding who you are." And I. I kind of moved out from that um, kind of, I don't know, moment of thinking to not so much did I land on that and believe that as much as God, there's a whole lot that could be possible with this. And I've got to stop putting it in the box that I was told that the the Good Friday Easter message was in, that there may be a lot more to this that um, a broader, bigger, different than what I, what I had been celebrating up to that point. Sure. Um, and then the thought that we, you know, at that time, everybody was looking, um, they were looking at what had been in the past, you know, all of their traditions and Jewish culture and religious, um, beliefs brought to that moment. But Jesus was asking them to look very differently at the present and moving forward. But what we tend to do now in Christianity is we keep trying to go back and say that the gospel, the good news that Jesus talked about, was about the crucifixion, the atonement of sin, um, rather than what (laughs) he was saying, which was my father's kingdom is here now. There's a different message, and we keep trying to tell the story, the way that we somehow want this shame-driven experience with God. Um, So I'm kind of allowing myself now to say, one, I don't know what parts of this are your stories that are recorded um, from some buddies, many buddies, um, experiences. Um, They may be all truth. I mean, I'm not necessarily questioning whether it is or isn't. But, um, but recognizing that it's still a very small view of what um, happened or didn't happen. Sure. And that um, all I can do is say where do I want to go forward from. And for me, it kind of births from this equality, justice. All of us get, get equal opportunity to living life um, as full as we possibly want to um, so how can I participate in that and if Jesus was about life about resurrected life it seems to make sense with what he talked about too um, but I I sure sure don't think spending time at the foot of the cross um, in shame and then waking up to freedom like this this constant back and forth that we do with ourselves all the time actually moves us very forward into life. It holds us into space of shame. Um, and I'm not, I'm not really interested in that. So I, I'm keeping the doors open for evolving the idea that it's probably bigger and grander than, um, than I've understood up to this
0: point. Yeah. And I, you know, In a, in addition to that, I think that there's, you know, what I've given myself. Um, well, not in addition, along with that, um, I've I've given myself the um, the permission to say that it's okay to not get it all.
1: Can I have a landing spot on this?
0: Yeah, it's okay to to have more questions than I do answers. Mm -hmm. It's okay to understand that, that this is, this is bigger than, than I can actually imagine it being, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And all that is said is not all that there is, you Mm know? Um, And, and that carries forward to me too into you know what what we actually uh, what what we actually once <laughs> celebrated publicly on Easter morning in our in you know in our church days um i do carry forward that um that recognition that one of the the powerful truths of the universe is is continuing on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, you know, even in nature, we see that this, this cyclical kind of thing where, you know, uh, plants die and then they spring into new life, you know, mm-hmm. and it's this carrying forward, um, that there's this constant cycle within humanity of, you know, death and birth, you know, and which I think is, you know, this continuing forward of the very essence of who we are, you know, mm-hmm. it's our, it's our DNA, it's our genes, it's mm-hmm. our, I mean, the, 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 our, our literal atomic structure that is put into a new life mm-hmm. that then carries that forward. So that, it, that, it, that atomic structure that of who we are, never ends it just keeps going and going and going you know um and i and i i think that what jesus was alluding to was something even more present than that mm-hmm. you know that uh that there is there is an us that continues on indefinitely even even a conscience us you know conscious us um and there's a there's so much of that 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 resonates with me that like when i say resonates with me it doesn't necessarily resonate with me that this is true you know i get this it resonates with me as as a desire like i desire and it's not just that i don't ever want to die you know because i don't think there's within jesus's message there's there's not only no guarantee of that there's a guarantee that we we all will face death. <laughs> um, in fact, he, he himself was like, just like I'm gonna, you know, I'm not exempt from this. Neither are you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that there's, because death also has its place in this cycle that happens and that it's this, um, in this continuing, but but death isn't even what we think it is. And there's there's something in that that's like, it's appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, And, and even though I have moved more into a position of being less certain about almost everything, (laughs) (laughs) there's a desire for that to be true that, that replaces certainty with just hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with hoping in something that I'm not really sure if that's the way it actually is. You know,
1: I think what I'm okay with is not landing anymore, not saying that these are the five things yeah. that I um, believe yeah. and that they define me, um, but that I am actually, uh, I think, a more whole person. For being undefined in those ways, sure. for being um, open to continually growing in this area that I don't know, um, I think that um, you know, this security of the the laws and the rules and the box and the um, you know points that the theology that we believe in. Yeah, I'm not sure they didn't necessarily get us anywhere. Like, if anything, they I think they might even hold us back from seeing the divine in,
0: yeah, in the world, sure. right?
1: Yeah. Um, I think that was one thing Mike taught me was how much he saw the divine in so many places. You and I were talking about, we're, or you've already finished it, but I'm in the middle of reading a book um, by Rob Bell. And uh, one of the things that has always intrigued me about Rob Bell, and I was going to say this is the same for Mike, is that um they see divine they see spirituality in everything and it lights yeah. them up yeah you know and that's something i crave more than the actual answers yeah the 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 five things i can land on um and it's not so much about craving an experience with god as much as it's about participating in spirituality participating in divine and now i'm really curious what i have closed off over the years as part of that divine you know so i'm interested in finding more divine as i go forward yeah um uh yeah
0: so want to go to church tomorrow morning
1: nope (laughs) I have told you all you will not get me in those doors. Um, I mean, there's a few places that I yep. will go because of relationship. Um, they don't exist here in Spokane, um, but yeah. it's it's simply because um, all of these. I, I can't. I I always go back to the Wizard of Oz um, analogy. <laughs> that you think it's all one thing until. You walk around and the curtain blows open and there's the wizard behind the curtain. <laughs> right. And I'm like, that's church for me.
0: Yeah.
1: I have seen
0: behind the th- curtain.
1: Behind the curtain. And it makes me want to hurl.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I can't, I can't do the production. I can't do all of the staff. I can't do all of this stuff that gets prepared and it's not sacred. Yeah. And I crave sacred. So yeah. where am I finding sacred now? I'm finding it in spending time with my daughters doing it's going to be hiding Easter eggs for Asher that's going yeah, to be yeah. sacred. It's going to be um it is every day when I drive to work in Liberty Lake watching the sunrise as I come through. Like yeah, it yeah. just takes my breath away every yeah. time. And and so I'm more interested in um discovering sacred and I am in ever walking into a church building hearing another sermon that shames me into feeling like I should be grateful that someone <laughs> died for me. Um, you know, there's there's so many things in my own life that I've died for for myself. Yeah. Like, I I get this. I don't need to keep revisiting it to understand what it means to live. You're such
0: a fucking heretic.
1: I know. I like it. <laughs> I like it. God, I've, I've spent... All these years, choosing not to be the heretic, for what? Yeah. It almost destroyed my family. Yeah. So I look for life. you know. I look for the blossoms on trees. I look for the wind blowing. I look for the multiple colors in the sky when the sun is setting. Yeah. I l- look for the feel and the smell of ocean air. I look for the divine because I am still drawn to spiritual. I am still drawn to uh, participating in the divine. Right. Um, Right. I don't have to go to church for that.
0: I somehow knew that at least no was coming from you. I'm not going to say I knew the rest of what you were going to say, but.
1: Oh, that my answer to going yes. church was no. Oh yeah. Well that's kind of a no
0: brainer. Yeah. Um I'm 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 finally though, I, I think I'm at a place where I, I am I am looking forward to tomorrow. There's been a few years where it had a um where I, I got a little, you know, angsty. Mm-hmm. Um triggering I think is, is part of it for a lot of different reasons. Um, but, uh, this year I actually am looking forward to tomorrow and that there is celebration to happen, but it's a celebration of so much, you know, not just, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not of what it used to be.
1: Um, our little family has so much to- to celebrate, yeah, yeah, for sure. So much, for sure. Every one of us has overcome some incredible odds and circumstances, yeah. and um, and I just think, and we've all gotten through the pandemic without actually getting COVID. That alone is something. I big deal. It is a big deal, and yeah. um, I just, yeah.
0: But today, we go to the dump. dump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, and
0: get you a Krispy Kreme donut (laughs) because you love the donuts.
1: I do, but after that last one where it's like buy a dozen, get a dozen free, (laughs) I'm like
0: too many. It was
1: too many. Like I was like, do I have to eat another one?
0: Yeah. Well, we're not doing that this time. No. (laughs) No, thank you. We'll keep it small, just a taster, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Taster. Can we do it after the dump so that I don't have to have that that taste going in my mouth at the same time the smells are going in my mouth? Oh, God, yes. (gasps) Although that could keep me from ever wanting a donut again.
0: It could. What would you like to happen with this experience?
1: (laughs) I would like to eat the donut afterwards. (laughs)
0: Let's do that. (laughs) All right. Well, happy Easter, everyone. And uh, happy Easter to you, too, my love. Mm, (laughs) I look forward to celebrating with you. Yeah. All right.